Hello, this is David Jacobs. Hello to the dog days of podcasting. It's been four years since I've participated in the dog days. I had to go in the Wayback Machine, practically, to find the damn thing. But uh, I am back for the dog days of podcasting. And I have a special show this year called We Need to Talk. And the reason is because I have gone through a massive uh, career change here just in the last couple of weeks. Um, I've been in digital marketing my entire career, really. And now I've lost my job in digital marketing. I'm over 50. So in the job market, that's, you know, like a near-death experience. It's uh, very, very difficult to um, get work at this age. And really, it doesn't matter because I lost my passion for marketing and what I used to have. I've been dabbling in voiceover for a year, year and a half, you know, something like that. Thinking about it, researching it, dabbling, putting my toe in the water here and there. I was going to transition into it from my day job. But now, since I've been kicked off the cliff, I'm all in. I really don't have any other choices, so I'm going all in. I'm a full-time voiceover professional right now today. I'm training. My demo will be coming soon, and then I'll be hitting the marketing trail very, very hard. So this is sort of going to be uh, my journey. You know, that's the best thing I can do here for the Dog Days podcast is just tell you my story, you know? So that's what I'm going to attempt to do is just tell you my story and I don't know where it will go from there. I'm just going to start and do this and then we'll see what happens from there, right? Okay. Let's see if I can figure out how to start um, on a general story. Um, Okay. I came, I come from an advertising family. My dad was a CEO of a major advertising agency. So I know all about advertising. I grew up seeing it, uh, you know, from the outside, but up close and personal. And that kind of drove my interest in marketing, I think. I didn't want to go into advertising, you know, proper, but marketing in general was very interesting to me. And I learned a lot from my dad. And I think that's why I went on that little bit of a path but I was also a geek at heart. I loved computers. I loved technology. I loved communications. And so I attempted to sort of blend the two. You know, back when I became a geek, there weren't any business people that knew anything about technology, right? And so I thought, oh, I'll be the business guy that knows this tech stuff. Now that's, you know, um, par for the course, I guess you'd say. But back in the day, it was a unique thing. And I figured, oh, I'll stake my reputation on that. That'll be a a great, unique uh, thing. And so I did digital marketing for, you know, some form of it forever. I mean, this is way before any social media, podcasting, anything. This is back where uh, digital marketing basically meant a website, you know. And I was one of the very first webmasters in the country to, to do a corporate website. And then it just sort of rolled from there. Um, you know, social media podcasting, 
and all the rest of it. But in the last two years, I'd say, I've kind of lost a little bit of my passion for it. I don't even know um, why or the how. I, I used to have a bunch of marketing podcasts that I would listen to. And all of a sudden, I realized I haven't listened to any of my marketing podcasts in months. And I have really no desire to do so. Um, and that was an interesting observation. And I have always loved podcasting, obviously. I was a podcaster from, you know, virtually day one. Um, and I noticed, I don't know why it didn't occur to me sooner, some of my podcasting friends were doing voiceover. And I knew that, but it never really, you know, connected in my brain as anything uh, that I would even consider something I could do, you know. I don't have a special voice that's, you know, tremendously deep or resonant or, or, or anything. Maybe that's why I never connected it like that. Um, but then somewhere in the mix, it did click, and I thought, hey... Side hustles are cool, right? I've always wanted a side hustle. I've tried and thought about this and that and the other thing. Voiceover, what a great side hustle this should be. And that's how it started, is this is going to be a cool side hustle, and I can make some money in my spare time, and maybe, you know, I can retire into it or something like this. And that's kind of how it started of me taking it more seriously, like, hey, I can actually maybe do this. And I learned a lot along the way, um, very much more mature in my knowledge and uh, viewpoint on how this thing really goes. Um, but that was always there for a couple of years. This VO thing was kind of simmering in the background, right? Kind of waiting, I think, maybe for the right timing. I don't know. It's kind of strange the way things unfold you never really know the timing and you question it and why didn't i think of this before and why didn't i work harder a year ago you know i could have accelerated my time but you don't know what's happening and what the future holds you just have to walk the path that is laid out before you um even if you sometimes don't understand the path you just keep walking um so i guess this is just the way it had to evolve um, and whatever, I'm here now, so just trying to move forward, not worrying about how it all evolved. Um, and then it just so happened that, you know, you lose your job, and it's the worst thing that can happen to you, losing your job. But somewhere deep in your mind, you almost want it to happen because Really, all you want to do all day is voiceover stuff. You've lost your passion for your job. You don't really enjoy it a lot. You'd just as soon be doing a voiceover or a podcast. So somewhere deep in the recesses, it's the best thing that happened to you. It's the worst, but it's also the best thing because it really pushed me into voice. It, it, it made me stop dabbling. You can dabble forever. And a lot of people do this with voiceover. They dabble, they think, they put their toe in the water, and they never really fully commit. And I could probably dabble for a long time and never really commit 
because you're scared and you're not sure and you have self-doubt and what have you. Same stuff I've been doing for the last year and a half. But this forced me to just go all in. This forced me to just dive into the deep end of the pool and just learn how to swim. Um, and so in some ways, that's a great thing. And the only real way, maybe, that I was ever really going to do this. Um, and so that's what I did. I said, screw it. I'm going all in. I have no backup plan. This is everything. There is only success. There is no plan for anything but that. It works because it has to work. And I don't, I don't even, not only do I not know what happened if it doesn't work, I haven't even considered the concept that it couldn't work because that doesn't even exist as a construct in my head. The only thing that works is this is happening. And it's really just a matter of time. And it does take time. Everyone has told me, hey, this stuff takes years before you're really going to be making good money. So be ready for a marathon, not a sprint. Um, so, okay. Marathon, not a sprint. Um, it's going to take a lot of um, psychological and emotional wherewithal. Because it, it'll, it'll, I'm, I'm assuming it will be tough in the beginning. And you're not going to get a lot of callbacks in the beginning. And you're going to have to struggle through some tough times to break through on the other side and finally get some traction. So I hope um, that I do have that mental wherewithal. Right now I do. We'll see what happens when the shit gets real. <laughs> you know, I think I will be able to hang in there. Feels like I will. But you never know till the fire is, you know, at your feet, you know. Um, so that's what this show is. This is my little journey into a brand new career. Um, something that I have some skills for. I do um, know how to edit audio on a computer. I have some of the technical skills. I do have a microphone. I know how to speak into it. Um, I have some of the skills necessary, but as far as a lot of the other skills that are even the more critical skills, I'm starting from, I'm starting from new. I don't have any performance skills. I've never been on stage. Uh, I don't have any, nothing like that. And so that's the challenge for me is to learn the performance skills and the acting skills, because it turns out that voice acting is actually acting. It's not just talking and reading words off a page clearly. It's actually acting, which is something I never considered for myself in any possible way. It's the furthest thing I'd ever consider for myself, acting. But here I am in a new career direction that I want badly, but I'm going to have to learn to act a little. And I had to come to terms with that. That threw me off uh, for a little bit of time. And I had to really come to terms with that and accept that and make that part of the thing. Like, okay, okay, let's learn to act. I mean, really, 
I can do absolutely anything I put my mind to when you really get down to it. Am I incapable of acting? No. No. I, I, haven't, got to be, I haven't got to be Brad Pitt, but I'm going to have to learn a little something-something. So, okay, I'm in. Let's do it. I'm just, let's do it, man. And that's the hardest part of this is that part because I don't have any acting training whatsoever. I'm going to have to probably take some classes to learn some kind of techniques because that's the hardest part is um, putting yourself in the scene of the script and somehow talking like you're truly there and you're truly that character talking to that person. Uh, that is way harder than it sounds. Um, so still working on it, but Jesus, I've only been at this for, you know, seriously, in a serious full-time way, maybe a month. And then I've dabbled for, you know, a year on and off. So I, I'm, I'm baby-stepping at the very beginning. Um, but I think I've taken some pretty big strides even just in the last four months or so. I've learned to be so much looser. Um, when you work at companies and sit at a desk all day, you learn to be a little more tight, a little more stiff, and a little more like, oh, we got to get things done today, and boom, and you're just tight, and you're stiff, and you're whatever. And for this job, that is the, you've got to go polar opposite. You've got to be so just loose, man. Just totally loose, totally relaxed, just willing to play and go crazy. And it just went very antithetical to the jobs I've had and even to my personality a little bit. My family is very stoic, okay? We're very stoic. We don't show a lot of emotion. You know, we hold it in and we power through. But that's not here. You've got to be able to channel and show emotion. That's what it's all about, is finding the emotion in the script, channeling it, and delivering it. So it's really interesting for me to have to learn to just let go, to be silly and crazy and feel like I'm embarrassed and do weird sounds and whatever. Just oh, let it go, man. I've had to work really hard at letting myself just go. Um, but I have. I'm so much looser now. There's so much more I'm willing to do on the microphone um, and try and experiment and not try to do it right all the time. Because when you're in business, you want to do it right. want to get it right. But in voiceover, if you're always trying to do it right, it actually works against you. Um, that's what I found. I, I was trying too hard and not just letting myself go and just like not even barely thinking about it at all, especially what they call the conversational reads, where you're just trying to be natural like you're really, truly, honest to God, having a real conversation. You'd think that sounds very easy, but it's extremely hard to not sound like you're reading, to sound like you're just having a conversation with someone else, and it's completely believable. Believe it or not, that's really hard. 
<laughs> it's something that everyone struggles with. How do I do the conversational read correctly? It's hard, man. And for me, a lot of it is about not thinking, about not trying at all. The more I try, the harder it gets. The less I try, the better it is. It's weird. Um, so anyway, I don't want to go on forever. Just want to make this quick and dirty. Just a little intro into, um, into what this is going to be and what you should expect. I'll just share you my journey. And every day we'll, I'll think of something to say. <laughs> I will think of something to say. Um, if you want to check out my, uh, the website, it's davidjacobsvoice.com. Uh, there are a couple of demos on there. They're kind of old. They're not professionally produced. I'm going to re-record them, but it's something. Uh, David at davidjacobsvoice.com is the email uh, if you want to email me. If you have a job, uh, I can work right now. I am capable of working today. Commercial uh, narration, corporate narration, video narration, uh, e-learning is something I do pretty well. Or what they call IVR, which is a phone system. If you have a phone system with prompts that need to be uh, voiced, I do that too. Hit me up on the email and let's see what we can do together. I'm ready to rock and roll right now. Um, or if you have a lead, if you have a contact, or anything that you think might help me uh, in this journey as I just get started and I'm trying to get my feet off the ground and moving in some direction. Uh, anything that, that, that can help, please feel free to email me. Uh, I would love your help. Otherwise, come along for the journey and see where we, where we go. And I'll tell you about my Studio C that I've built here in the house. It's kind of rad. Uh, what I've been able to do here. Um, we'll, we'll think of fun things to say. I'm sure I can think of 30 things to tell you about, right? Anyway, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. DavidJacobsVoice.com is the website. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>